0: ultimately my sorrow and my pain and my joy still walk hand in hand and honestly I believe that's how it's going to be until I am in heaven myself until I see Hunter again and by faith and because of what God has said I believe that I will see Hunter I have absolutely no doubt in my mind God has said that he has made a way for me, made a way for us by faith in Christ, trusting in the finished work of Jesus, that we will spend eternity in heaven with God. And for me, I will spend eternity with my son, Hunter.
1: Josh is now 18 doctors told me that's not my choice. It's Josh's choice. I had to get a lawyer to get a legal guardianship. It's been tough because these adult doctors ask him very serious questions. As a matter of fact, the one day he was sitting there, he was, the doctor was telling him, you will die, Josh. I was like, yeah, everybody dies one day. The point of your story is what, you know what I mean? She was just like, well, you know, the disease is progressing. we are seeing a change. His breathing is not good. Josh is just sitting there and he's eating a Twinkie. He, he loves those like chocolate Twinkies. And he's like, hold on. He's finished chewing this Twinkie. He wipes his mouth with his one hand and he's like, listen. He's like, you guys have been telling me and telling my mom that I was going to die way before I was even born. And guess what? I'm still here. So stop making my mom upset and stop making her cry all the time. Or I'm going to knock you out. (laughs) I began to laugh because, not that I want Josh to be disrespectful, but I was like, good job, buddy. You stand up for yourself. But that's Josh's personality. He doesn't let this world define who he is. And he doesn't let the doctors define who he is. He's a fighter. I thank God for him every day. Seek Jesus even if you don't think you need him many times I find myself saying, Jesus, take the wheel. It's that simple, you know, and uh, because we've had a lot of scary moments, you know, between Sal and Giovanni, Johnny has caused us a lot of scary moments. Um, And I constantly hold my breath, but I have to give it up to the powers that be because this is their story that they were given. They, we are all children of Jesus. So Jesus gave us these children. So there's a reason that they're here and they're teaching us the ways.
2: I also realized that I just won't understand why, even if God told me. If God told me that losing my son, Dylan, would save 10 people's souls, I would say, let me keep my son. What if it was 100 or 1,000? You know, and I just couldn't make that sacrifice. You know, and then I realized God did that very thing. God sacrificed his son to a horrific death. He did it for people that don't even love him or appreciate it. So I could not have done that, no matter the good that would come from it. So when I realized that, I, it was kind of like, well, then why no? Because it's not going to be a reason good enough for me. You know, and I just don't understand. So when I, I know now that I won't understand. I'll certainly be asking the question when I get to heaven, but I, I don't think I'm capable of understanding it. Until
0: Ezra has 100% taught me to be present. For I'm by nature type A, like to have a plan and, and details. And in this life, that just doesn't happen. There's no way around it. I truly, um, have embraced for the most part, um, in a lot of areas, the unknown. I would, would say that we are present with him. We do enjoy every minute with him because we know that that's a gift from God, which every child, every moment with your child is. But especially, you know, the gift that we've been given of transplant, but just to be present is, is huge for me because that's something that I really struggled with before.
2: I read through the Bible. And so every time I get to the New Testament, I'm hesitant because uh, a lot of it is about how Christ healed people. And a lot of people he healed, like the lepers, he healed 10 lepers and only one came back to him to thank him. And I think to myself, oh man, I would have thanked you. I would have announced this to the world. And so sometimes it's very hard for me to, um, to accept it, but I have to accept it because he's God and he's in charge. I may never know why Jimmy wasn't healed or why Jimmy got sick in the first place. And I have to say that's okay with me because he's in charge. And, and even though I don't think this is best, he does.
3: As far as Christ is concerned, I, I, if I ever doubted him in any way, in any, in any moment, it, it all went away at the weirdest point because you would think when you lose your daughter that you you might drop the hardest um, as far as your relationship with him and you you might question at the most times. But whenever I felt her leave her her body and and take her last couple of breaths, I I guess I just, I felt a a weird, uh, I mean, it was obviously a very hard moment, but I felt everything that who she was and the spirit that she was and, and everything that was about her, whether her small personality, even after she lost so many abilities, everything that she was after her last couple of breaths was gone. And and what was left was her just physical presence here on this earth. And as beautiful as she was, you could just tell that her soul and, and everything about her was was gone and was at a different place at that moment. And I, I I just didn't question it anymore after that. I, I knew where she was. I knew she was in. A better place. As much as I wish I still had her here, my faith has never wavered since that day, knowing that there is something more than this place here.
2: A year and a half after Nick was diagnosed, one night I was screaming at God in the bathroom and I just said, Why? I just love him so much. Why? I said, I love him so much. And God said to me, I know I love him more took a long time for that to really sink in. But somewhere along the line, I had completely forgotten that, that God loved all of us more. He loved Nick more, me more, Abby more, Carol more. I didn't have to understand. I knew it was true. I knew it that night because God told me. He really told me.
4: I know it in the very fabric of my being that Judd is alive. And I knew at the moment I lost him. I knew that that was not it, that there was so much more for his soul, that God was at work and, and he had just met his savior face to face whom he loved and been restored. And so I live every day with the confidence that this isn't all there is. And I think it's we can easily be tied to this world in our very souls, we're made for more. I live every day in not only that hope, but the
0: joy of that.
4: I did cry out to God and I said, God, why? He hasn't done anything wrong. Well. <laughs> He's a baby. These, this isn't a consequence of a bad decision he made. And you think about the things you've lost and you just think he deserves to have those things. And you know, I've I heard God's voice and God said, Jenna, Those are not bad things for you to want for him. Those are good and right things, but they're ordinary things. And what I had planned for Jackson is extraordinary. In that moment of clarity, I realized, you're right, God, he's he's not mine,
5: he's yours. Jesus is, Jesus is everything. He's, he's the light of day. He's the stars at night. He's, he's the love that you feel. He's, he's the strength that you get when you just, you just decide, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go through with it. I'm going to make it to the other side. Jesus is everything. And without Jesus in your life, I don't know how you would live it.
6: Her life was not meant for me to wallow in pity, that her life was something beautiful. And if I allow it to be that, I can continue on. And like I tell my kids, Um, especially Avalyn, her grief is changing because she doesn't really know her sister. She knows her sister through stories and stuff. And all I can tell her is your sister lived a beautiful, strong, graceful life. And all she wants for you to do is to live beautiful life and do things and look to God and the peace that you can have is knowing that her body is whole and it's no longer broken she's no longer suffering she's living in peace so we've got to do what she wasn't able to do with our life because we're still allowed to be here and she'll be there the day that we get to go home to heaven
3: it made me search for Jesus stronger because it was kind of like how did this come to be Why did this happen? Why did she have the disease? Why did she have to die? It made me grow stronger to him. My relationship made it grow stronger. And it helped, I think it's safe to say, all of us to come closer to God himself. And our relationship goes stronger and everything he does has a purpose.
4: God will put people in your path that you need to support you through it. It may not be though the people that you expect. And if you spend time being upset that the people you expect to be there are not there, you will miss the opportunity to connect to the people that God really wants you to connect with. You know there's going to be bad times there's going to be people who you want to be in your life and they're not and some that'll step up to the plate and want everything that they can offer and you, you don't have time to waste to be to be negative to dwell on the negativity there's so much peace in the positive and if you can get there if you can find it find it in prayer find it in christian music find it find it feeding the ducks you know i've learned i love feeding the ducks (laughs) take bread and feed the ducks listen to the water listen to nature find the beauty in it all because it's there and when you find it you see all the beauty more
5: than you see the ugly i remember one day um going to church with my, my three girls and Madison was very, very restless in the pew. And there was a, the older woman sitting in front of me. And um, she turned around and she looked at me and she said, what is wrong with her? I said, she has disabilities. And the woman looked at me and she said, I am so Sorry. And it took a very, very, very long time for me to go back to church. A couple years ago, a girlfriend of mine asked me to attend church with her because she was giving a testimony regarding her son. When I walked into this church, everyone embraced me. and Madison, like we were a part of that family and like we had gone there for all of our lives. My mom would come in and she would give me relief three or four days a week. It was okay that we weren't
6: getting the nursing care at that point because I had my mom's help. I'm just, I'm so thankful for all of that time that she was able to be here and be with Briley and spend time with Brixton and Briley and love on her. And she cared for her. Um, but then it came to um, 2016, so Briley was diagnosed in 2013. And in 2016, my mom um, ended up having a brain aneurysm. and. Uh, being di, you know, Bradley being diagnosed, and um, then my mom passed away, and you're like, God, okay, we've been hit with some hard things, and it's never mad at God because I was like, you know what? There's a bigger purpose for this, you know. God just, I didn't understand why, but you don't always understand those things.
2: Of all the lessons that Tori taught us, I would say the length of our life doesn't matter as much as how much we pour into it what we try to give to others how we love others and I I think Tori is a perfect example of that because she only lived for 20 months but in those 20 months she taught so many people so much about how to live life with joy how to live life wisely and I know for us she also taught us that you can live with two different emotions at the same time, fighting in a battle. You can live with both joy and grief simultaneously. You
6: just have to focus on the joy. As a rare disease community, as a breast cancer survivor, we're in this together. Life is not easy. It was not promised to be easy on this side of heaven. We can do this with God. We know He's here and He's listening and He's with us individually. God has something far more beautiful than the broken world that we live in today. What the sicknesses, all that will go away when we meet God. It will be the most beautiful homecoming. We will see healthy kids. We won't see any more breast cancer. We'll get to live life to our fullest with our Creator. And I think it's important for us to have peace that God is writing our
4: stories.
6: This isn't our story
4: to write. Don't give up before the miracle. For years, I had just prayed that God would restore what the locusts had eaten, prayed that we would have that the joy of the Lord is my strength and, you know, return to me the joy of my salvation. We can know the promise, but... We don't see it because of what we're going through. I mean, this has been this has been my life for 14 years. If I was to tell you, you know, we're 14 years into this, they would be like, I can't. That just amazes me. Okay, for today, just for today, you can do this. And to know that someone walked that journey, I think that has to be the testimony the journey we have walked, and just to not give up. I think, you know, in the deepest part of grief,
7: we're scared to reach out to maybe our loved ones. We're scared to uh, maybe publicly confess, even just speaking to our spouse, our, our significant other. God is somebody we could go to who's unjudgmental when it comes to it. He, we can be honest with Him. Uh, He's going to love us no matter what. He understands it. He gave His Son. He willingly sent His Son here, knowing everything that He was going to go through. So if the most powerful, the most wonderful person that ever walked this earth, Jesus Christ, could go through what He went through for us, those that we don't deserve it, there's nothing I did ever or ever will do in my life to deserve His love and His compassion. But if he could do that, I, I think we can look and say, I'm no better. My child's no better. We have hope for a future. He brought that here. And I know that through my relationship with him, that I believe in him, that I will be with Anthony and Dalton and the rest of my family in heaven. And I know there's not going to be any more pain, no more death. You know, It's exciting to think about. And now when I think I want to go to heaven, most of the time, it's not because I'm grieving and I just don't want to live anymore. It's that I just can't wait to get there. It's a reunion that I can't even imagine. And I always thought, okay, I want to go get to my boys first. I want to go see Jesus.